So you'll need to put mine on there first, which I, I didn't want to do. I wanted your great voice on there first, but oh, well. Oh, come on now. No, well, you, I did, honestly. You, you should go first because I'll tell you why. You're the one that bought yours first. What's that got to do with it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> I just tried to make you feel better. That's all. Well, it didn't, okay? Okay. What are we doing? We're doing the... Doing, uh, we're doing accolades first. Okay. What do you start Dude. laughing for right away? <laughs> hey, everybody. Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> hey, uh, I got to tell you, no this matter... This is Randy. Huh? This is Randy. No, no, this is... Oh, This that is, is Bill. This is Bill. Oh, oh that's Bill? No, <laughs> that, this is Bill. Hello to everybody. Hello, Yes. Well, you've started, you've tried, you tried to keep us off, but uh, you haven't succeeded. Even Apple took a long time, two days. <laughs> and it was a real learning curve from oh. beginning to beginning, was it not? Um, yes, it was. <laughs> we are, of course, on the Libsyn server network and now on iTunes. <laughs> Yay. And it's really good to be here. And uh, Bill and I, first, before we start the rest of this podcast, we want to talk about accolades. Yes, Alka-Seltzers. I think they're extinct. Aren't accolades extinct in some manner? Well, they may be a little archaic, but they're not extinct. Um, <laughs> not in today's world. <laughs> <laughs> we can say appreciation instead of accolades. I guess that would work. Impersonations? No, not impersonations. That's what you do all the time. You impersonations. dirty rat, you killed my brother. See, there he is again. It's Jimsy. He's back. <laughs> um. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Randy Rusnak speaking. Hi, this is Bill Tillery, and you're listening to... Accessibility Moving Forward. Yes, you are. It's the new cast, and we are so thrilled to be back on. And we have some appreciation notes just to cover real quickly. I just want to give thanks to everybody that was up front and just uh, giving so much push. Uh, not away, but to get us actually on. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yeah. Um, my son who took the artwork, you must have artwork for Apple to approve you or for anybody, uh, whether it's uh, TuneIn or Google Play or whoever you want to be on. You, you have to have some kind of artwork. Jeff Thompson. Uh, his sister. Didn't she not do some work on that Jeff's as well? Jeff's sister. Oh, she was. Yes. The, yeah. Well, Jeff uh, Thompson, who was with Blind Abilities, uh, he uh, sent it off to his daughter, actually. Oh, his daughter. Okay. Yeah. And uh, she sized the picture. So all kinds of help in so many uh, different ways. Um, I was having a chat with accessibility with Apple. One gentleman said that uh, he thought we had a, a lot of insight and a lot of things to offer. Little did he know. You know well, he doesn't know. know us at all, They does don't he? know everything, no, do they? They don't. And uh, the second one was a uh, lady who... Uh, we got to talking. She said, sorry about the horrible voice, but um, she was reading me all about Podcast Connect, and that is the service that you can use to sign up. And you must go there and learn a whole bunch of information before you can even submit to Apple uh, if you're a first-time uh, beginner. Not that we're beginners at podcasting, but the beginners of uh, actually setting one up on our own. We're beginners at that, but we certainly are not new to podcasting. No, we are not. We're still trying to figure out what to say most of the time. The way this uh, played out was I said, no, uh, I said, uh, your voice is fine. As a matter of fact, you sounded like you work in radio. And she told me that she did at one time. She she was a late night 
host on a, a radio show, and uh, she said, "Would you please get on and podcast? I'd, we'd really appreciate, uh, you know, hearing about how you're doing." And and I'd like to think at some point she would be listening to this. It's it's probably not going to happen, but you know who knows. But anyway, well, who knows? Yeah, who, she might. Her interest may stay stay high enough that at some point she comes back and listens to at least one of our guests. Yeah, kudos to maybe, Apple. Maybe just one. <laughs> yeah. So kudos. Yes, absolutely. absolutely, and it has been real a real learning experience from from building the podcast through Libsyn all the way up through the Apple Connect or the the uh, I what is it Apple Connect Podcasts is, Connect Podcast Connect through the Apple website or one of their sites. So it has really been a learning experience. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about uh, basically where most people are. It's springtime, and uh, we haven't gone into summer yet. And we're yes, speaking to you guys in like the 4th of June while we're recording this. Yes. Um, and it's still getting down to 45 degrees and 46 degrees here at night uh, where, uh, where uh, I am. And we are going to talk about something that is accessible and does work very well. Ice machines. Ice machines. Home portable ice machines or portable home ice machines. I think they're actually tagged as on mm-hmm. most most of the marketing sites today, but uh, yes. And the interesting thing is when you listen to our cast, you will find out that I actually recorded mine on February the 28th of this year. Ah. Yes. And you recorded yours, I think on on March the 3rd or 4th, somewhere along there. Something like that. Yeah. And so it's, it's really interesting that we've held on to these and of course polished them out a little bit, probably not enough, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna we're gonna describe and demonstrate for you two different uh, ice ice makers that you can get that are relatively inexpensive and quite accessible uh, and very handy uh, if you need extra ice. I found out about these through Scott Smith, who many of you might know, uh, talking about ham radio and smart TVs and all kinds of things like that. So uh, that's who I found out about them and told Bill about them. He bought one first. And I bought mine. I was right on on his heels. He was. Uh, he really was. As a matter of fact, I had to get out of the way of the UPS truck when he delivered. Uh, but <laughs> you know, you know, Randy, you talk about still getting to forty five degrees in your area. We had a very short spring, and we have skated into summer. We have actually been above ninety for three or four days this this week already this past week and today we were close to 90 degrees the only thing that saved us today is our humidity has been lower but we have been right into summertime already even though summer really doesn't start officially the summer solstice i think is maybe june 20th this year i haven't looked but uh, so we we have a very short spring and then into full full-blown summer here on the gulf coast yeah it's just been yeah. The opposite here. It's, yeah. uh, it's you know, uh, I would say maybe, what, a month ago we got snow. Yes. Um, so it's just been, and and we just pouring down rain. So anyway, uh, enough of this. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Yes, we really, we really hope you'll come back again and again. And, of course, if you have suggestions, comments, uh, anything that will that will uh, improve our podcast, other than telling us to go off the air, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, we're Sorry. not going to do that. We're going to we're going to stay. stay. Yes. And uh, kudos to all you guys who have tweeted about the cast, who will continue, and uh, the uh, direct tweets that we've gotten. We even got some emails from uh, from Ireland yes. already, and that was we just sure a did. test podcast. 
Yes, absolutely. And that was just a test pilot. So that, uh, and uh, believe it or not, I had one uh, one gentleman who actually went and purchased a pod catcher for his iPhone uh, and is now um, signed up on our podcast uh, through through his podcatcher. So he's going to be listening to us. Oh, come on. He's no gentleman. If he wants to hear our cast and he worked that hard, he's no gentleman. Well, he's... I would have to say he probably is because is he? He, he made the effort. So we'll have to okay, call him. Well, he's a gentleman then. All right. Yes. You're, you're a gentleman in my book, whoever you may be. Yes. Gentleman, gentleman extraordinaire. Do we know who he is? Do we sure know, we know who he is. We know him. Yes. We know him well. Okay. As a matter of fact, I will tell you this. He used to podcast with us in the past. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. So now we're down to two. <laughs> well, we really are. This is our very first. This well, is we, no longer have, a test. This we is... have as many former podcast partners as we have listeners at this point. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Well, we know we have at least one. <laughs> and again, for for formatting's sake, uh, we are not going to do full hours or half hours. We have no time limit. We're going to do short ones. We're going to give tips at some point. Um, we're just going yes, to throw up. Like to give those tips you were talking about earlier this week or last week, late last week, I guess it is. Actually, I'm going to save the tips. We got some really neat tips because I'm not sure how much time we're going to have. Okay. So look for the tips that are so cool in the next podcast. How did you like Absolutely. that, Bill? Yeah, that's just keep them waiting. Oh, I'm gonna. Yeah, suspense is on. All right. So if you want to hear some really neat tips, uh, skip this podcast and listen to the next one. No, do not skip any of our oh, podcasts. Okay, don't skip anything. No, no. You can skip a meal. You can even skip a day, but do but not. But don't skip, skip our podcasts. podcasts. That's right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. This is Bill Tillery, and it's a little afternoon on February the 28th, 2018. I'm on the Gulf Coast, where it's currently 75 degrees air temperature with a humidity of about 80% and a dew point of about 69%, so it's very humid. We're looking for some rain today. But I'm going to take some time to describe for you and demonstrate to some degree the Cook's Essentials K455 four six portable home ice maker of course as in any product that uh, we seek to use as blind people we would like to find those things that are accessible and first of all i'd like to thank my good friend randy rustick for telling me about this product i had been looking for portable ice maker in the past but everything i was looking for was in the 600 dollars range and was really considered ice shavers this unit uh, is stainless steel and it comes in stainless steel or red. You can get it from QVC. There are a couple of others on the market, uh, but I chose the Cook's Essentials primarily because it does beep and give you some, some audible indicators of what the unit is doing and what you need to do to use it. I have already plugged it in. I rec recommend that you let it sit several hours when you receive it because it does have a compressor and therefore has refrigerant or freon in it. it needs to uh, equalize before you run the unit. It also has a fan in it, so it requires some space around the sides and the back of the unit for ventilation. They, re they request uh, that you leave at least five inches on both sides and the back for that purpose. It weighs a little over 20 pounds. It's um, approximately 12 and a half or 13 inches in length from front to back. 
it is tapered, so at the back it's about 13 inches, 13 and a half inches tall, down to about 11 and a half inches in the front, so it is contoured down because the top, of course, is where the, has the fill chamber and the operating buttons and LED lights. So these are things that, uh, that we'll get to in just a minute. It requires 56 ounces or 1.7 liters of water. Now the front of it has a, um, a lift lid, and this is where you would get your ice when it's, when it's cycled through, but it's also the fill chamber. It has a basket inside where the ice is dropped into once it's, um, once it's frozen and dispensed into the unit. And the basket has a solid front and back. It has slots on both sides, left and right sides, and in the bottom. And it has finger holes at the top at, on the left and right sides for you to grasp it to lift out. This unit will make approximately 26 pounds of ice. It will make uh, seven to nine cubes every seven to nine minutes. You do have the option of two sizes, small and large, and I understand they're shaped like bullets. And they recommend if you're going to use um, ice for parties that maybe you use the smaller size. And if you're going to use it, say, for putting in a cooler to keep things cold, uh, where I am, we'll be going to the beach, of course. You would um, use the larger size. Uh, while the unit does have a hold compartment, I will tell you it is not a storage compartment. It does not refrigerate the front of it, so you need to move the ice and either store it in ice bags or another cold um, area if you're not going to use it immediately. On the top, if you reach your hand toward the back, there's a panel that has LED lights that indicate the power, of course, and then you have the eye size, small and large. You have a water fill light that also beeps when the water is low. The unit also has a full basket LED light and alert tone. It has two buttons just slightly in front of that in a little grid. It's an, uh, not quite square, it's more of an oval grid. There are two buttons. The left button is a power button. Uh, and while it is, is a soft button, it also uh, you can feel it click, so you do know whether or not it's on, and of course it will beep. The right button is the select size button. Now, as I said, I've already plugged this unit in. I know that it cycled through its short test, indicating that it is ready to run. So I filled it up with water, and I'm going to press the on button now uh, to start the unit. Okay, now when it first comes up, you hear it beep. You need to select your size, and I scanned the manual yesterday, and my understanding from the manual is when you first power it up, the select size light is blinking on small. And once you select that, then, all right, now I've selected, um, and it should be a solid light indicating that it's the large ice cubes. Now, in order to start the cycle, you have to press the on-off button again, which I'm going to do now. The unit is clicking, has made several clicks, um, and it should use, take just a few minutes for it to start running. Still clicking. By the way, this has a rubber plug in the bottom of the reservoir, and it says if the pump does not work, you can 
remove the plug and release a few drops of water to get air out of the pump for the water to fill into the reservoir to cycle. And I hear nothing so far. Uh, there does appear to be a little water running into the unit just in the top tray. You also need to be very careful if you put your hands inside this unit when it's on because the, um, the bars across the top become very cold and will actually burn you. So you need to stay away from that if you possibly can. There are several adjustments. My recommendation is if you, if you purchase this unit that you uh, either scan the, the manual yourself or see if there's one online. I have not checked for that. There's probably a user's guide and instruction manual online. All right, I am back and you can hear the unit is running now. I actually cycled through it again. Sometimes they say the first time you use the unit, you might have to cycle twice. So I pressed the power button to turn it back off, turned it back on, pressed my select ice size, went back and pressed the power button again. And in about 10 seconds, I could hear the water pump running. It was pumping water into the system. And now of course you hear the fan running on the unit itself and the compressor because it's begun its ice making, first ice making cycle. By the way, they recommend that the first ice cubes that um, are created from this device, that you throw them out as you would any new ice maker, even if you have one in your refrigerator, you're supposed to do that. Because there are always chemicals inside the, the uh, tubing and um, the housings that um, the ice water picks up and you do not want to consume that. This uh, unit, as I said, makes seven to nine cubes every seven to nine minutes until it completes a full cycle. will make up to 26 pounds of ice. The, uh, I will tell you that it is not uncommon for the first two or three dispensations of ice uh, that are made to be of unusual shape and size because the unit is adjusting itself to the proper settings and I will be back later. And I'm back again. This unit has just now dispensed its first set of ice cubes. They're in the tray. They are somewhat wet. They do look like uh, large bullets. I chose a larger size and has just finished pumping water into the chamber to start the next cycle of making ice cubes. And as you can hear, it's um, running quite readily. It is a 120 volt, 60 cycle unit, has a three prong grounded plug on it for safety. Lots of nice features about this unit, I really do like. It also has a view window on the front of the, top front of the unit on the lid itself. So if you have any sighted alt or someone who wants to stand and watch it make ice, you can actually view it without opening it, which is a nice feature. And I'm going to pause it and see what happens next. Okay, this unit has now dispensed ice twice. In each case, it did dispense nine cubes each time. As I said, they are very wet. The optimal operating temperature for this unit is 60 to 95 degrees Fahrenheit. Anything above or below that, uh, below or above that, I should say, since I started on the low side, uh, will cause reduced productivity and may even damage the machine at some point. So you need to think about placement very carefully. As I said, you're going to need about five inches on either side in the back. Uh, the condensing fan, if you're facing the unit, is on the right side and the grill work on it looks very similar to the power supply fan 
on a computer. The left side is just a uh, grill of, of open circles where it, it pulls the cool air or the air into the intake to make sure that the unit does not overheat. As I said, it does have a compressor in it and a fan. The, it comes with a, an ice scoop if you want to immediately start using ice after it dispenses. I'm not going to continue with this because I have really nothing else to say. It really does work very well. It's, as you can tell, it's, it's not very loud. Uh, it's a very good unit. Uh, the other thing I will say is uh, do not place it near another source of heat, such as a, um, a stove or furnace or that type thing, and do not use it in direct sunlight. You're also uh, risking um, re re reduction in productivity as well as possible damage to the machine. That's really all I can tell you about this time. If you want more information, you can, of course, contact Cook's Essentials or QVC. Or, as I understand, the manufacturer's website is actually www.maxi-matic.com, and they do have some support numbers and customer service information there, as well as other information about their units. Hope this has helped. Have a lovely day. Well, hello, podcast listeners. This is Randy Rusnak speaking. And I, too, jumped on the bandwagon, and I have one of these ice makers, too. Now, originally, I heard about these ice makers from my good friend Scott Smith, who will be on this podcast at some time. And he introduced me to his ice machine, which is called an Igloo. So it's made by the Igloo brand. Mine just came today, and I'm speaking to you on March 5th. And got the box, and man, it's it was heavy. It's unpacked, it's set up, the water has been put in the reservoir. Of course, cleaned it first, the outside and the inside. The inside I just wiped with a damp paper towel. I must say, it's a heavy-duty machine. The brand name is called Think Gizmo. The model number is TG22. Inside you have a basket where the ice cubes drop in and then they give you a scoop. Everything was completely taped all around the machine. It was just, it was literally sealed in this plastic substance and so you had to unplastic it, <laughs> for lack of a better term, and then uh, washed it off, opened it up, because the top was sealed all the way around with this plastic stuff. And uh, open it up, and inside was the basket and the scoop. And I filled it up with water and closed it. Now, it has refrigerant in it, just like Bill's does. And so I was able to read the PDF manual that I downloaded from their site. And it said, let stand for two hours before plugging in and turning it on. It is just two hours now, and I'm going to plug it in, and then we are going to turn it on for the first time. All there are are two buttons on the machine, and the buttons are definitely buttons. They push in, they're square, they're tactile, they make noise, uh, all the things that 
you all would want to hear, whether low vision, blind, or sighted. I have figured out the button functions and how they work. It's really very simple. As I stated before, the on button is on the bottom. That's the power button. The one on top is select. You press the power button. Once you press the power button, if you just leave it alone and don't do anything, the machine will take on water and it will dispense medium cubes. If you hit the select button, which is on the top, it will switch to large cubes. If you hit it again, it will roll over to small cubes. Hit it again, it'll be medium cubes where you began. There is no sound indicator on this machine, so you just have to go by the number of presses. I would have thought it would have been the reverse, but it isn't. It's select and then power. The lid has been closed and I'm about ready to come in and plug it in. All right, now we're gonna hit the power button and I'm gonna put it by the machine so you can hear, here goes the power. Oh, it's already filling. The pump is just running, pumping water. And here it comes. There's the compressor. Really quiet. To the left is a fan. Oh, now it's really going. Just like Bill said, it's got to be around a four-inch um, space between the wall and the fan. The fan is to the left on this one. We will come back. heard it it ran out of water so now i've got to go and empty the last bit of it into the uh, refrigerator freezer compartment and i was gl glad to um, catch that for you guys and there was a little relay click and i'm assuming that was the light coming on no audible signal but when it stops totally running you know you are out of water Our sincere thanks to all of you who have chosen to spend some of your valuable time listening to this cast. If you like it, please share with your friends so they may listen at some time as well. If you would like to reach out and contact us, you may do so at reachingamf, that's R-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-A-M-F at gmail.com. 
We would like to hear your input, your suggestions, comments, or criticisms. They're always invaluable to help us do our next cast better. And now here's the voice himself, Mr. Rusnak, to give you a phone number where you may contact us. Thank you, Bill. You can reach us by voicemail by calling 218-209-2133. That's 218-209-2133.